0: Marhaban, welcome to Unlabeled Leadership. Episode 61, Ahmed Elhammsi creates opportunities through virtual collaboration. Here's a shout out to listeners in Yeroslavskaya Oblist, in Silesia, Poland, and in Latium, Italy. With that, let's get started. If you're looking to increase productivity and efficiencies with your supply chain, Ahmed may be the person you need. With several years of experience and amazing accomplishments, Ahmed can help. He is also the host of the Think Big and Be Inspired show, which you can view live on LinkedIn or on his YouTube channel. He frequently interacts and connects with LinkedIn Connections, which you'll find out more about at the end of this episode. Part 1 believe in yourself I recently reread a novel by Bruce Alexander called Murder in Grub Street in which one of the characters makes a comment that so many of us are slaves of our circumstances and a lot of that is true we cannot control things like where we were born how we were raised but there is a lot that we do have control of, and a lot of our limitations are self-inflicted. In this story, Achmed shares about a situation that happened to him a few years ago, and how he responded, which was, let's just say, much different than how someone would typically respond. Here's Achmed.
1: Well, uh, one of my favorite quotes, because uh, something I, I passed through is, uh, from Struggles We Are Reborn, because I had the struggle like three and a half years ago, I lost my job. I've been uh, working in a company for 15, 14 years. And suddenly I, uh, in 15 days, they told me you have to leave and you have to change your job. And also, you know, this kind of struggle that made me rethink. For a long time, I was uh, like uh, in my comfort zone. I was developing, maybe I had my MBA or something in the company and I was developing in the company. But inside with few people, you know, not, not going working with, with a lot of different cultures, you know, when you stay in a place for, for some time, you begin to get used, maybe you begin to get lazy to, to interact with, uh, with others. So when this happened, I decided just to change, start to change. I uh, took a step in teaching, so I started to teach in supply chain. I decided to share my knowledge with, with more people, because you know, when this uh, happens, it start to shake your, your beliefs a little bit. So I started to share my knowledge. I started to believe in myself. I started to believe that I have something to offer to other people. I worked with some friends. They have a consultancy company. So we worked in some consultancy projects. I teach like 50 to 200 people some principles of of supply chain online. I started, you know, to to go to the gym. I started to quit smoking. So, you know, I changed myself. It took some time till I find a a new like full-time job maybe a year, but I think this year was transformation for me. And that's why uh, from struggles, we are reborn. It really uh, is, uh, is, is one of my favorite goals.
0: That's not a subtle change going from a career job to not having a job to becoming an instructor on supply chain and quitting smoking and going to the gym all at once.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it took me like, uh, it's like in a year, but it's like, you know, when when something triggers you, maybe this was in my subconscious or something that I have to do something, I have to change, I have to move. But at the end of the day, when when it came that I lost my job or I had to move to another job. So I did everything like in a year or something and it was uh, really a a transformational year for me. And thanks God also, I've got a job that's better than I was in, better in salary, better in position, better in everything. You just need to believe, you just need to be consistent. Also, I started to meditate, I started to write down where I want to go. I started to believe and manifest that, uh, that, that I wanted to be there, I want to, to reach this kind of job, I want to go back to some place that I was living in. Everything worked out at the end. It took some time. And of course, I won't say I won't lie that I didn't uh, like uh, feel uh, down for some time. But uh, I I never gave up. This is what, what I tell others that never gave up whatever situation is, it can change in a blink of an eye.
0: There's a lot to be said about reacting and being human when you're suddenly asked to leave. Yeah, it could be very depressing, but there's a process that you need to go through. You need to, it's it's important to go through that self doubt. I like the words you use, trigger. That at some point it triggered you to start to change and taking momentum. Some people can wallow in that state a long time one of the things that we can learn is how to shorten that so we don't end up like that for a a long period of time
1: yeah i totally i totally agree with you if it takes you one day or uh, or one week feeling sad you have to bounce again you have to believe that something great is always uh, going to happen to you and you have to just go and and let go of whatever happened because If it's an opinion of uh, one person, opinion of a manager, or even opinion of five, you still have yourself. You still need to believe in yourself. Everyone, I think, has a story. Everyone has experience uh, to share with others. You just need to believe and work on it consistently.
0: You said something that was very interesting. You said you started to write down where you wanted to go or where you want to go. Is that a new activity that was triggered from this transformation?
1: yes yes yeah this was uh, triggered from uh, from this uh, transformation story i started to watch uh, a lot of motivational stuff i started to watch like a lot of leaders like bob proctor i don't know if you know him i started to go uh, to i don't know if you know the book think and grow rich oh yeah i started to go uh, yeah to read this stuff and, and believe in this stuff and really this uh, this stuff works if you really believe in it if think of uh, where you want to go uh, let go of any negativity be positive and go through this uh, writing every day thinking that what you really want is, is already in your hand it, it really works maybe it takes uh, it can take some time but if you don't if you never stop believing never give up you'll end up uh, reaching where you want
0: part 2 a model for managers Let's face it, there are a lot of managers who are difficult to work with. Sometimes this is due to inexperience on the manager's part, or it's just ignorance of not knowing how to manage, or even knowing how to lead effectively. Ahmed shares with us a story that's quite different. Actually, it's about a manager who does know how to lead effectively. Here's Ahmed with the
1: story. I had an, uh, an ex-manager. He was uh, really uh, good. I learned from him uh, from him a lot. Uh, through my career, I changed from uh, marketing to supply chain. I had uh, like six, seven years experience in marketing and product management and uh, had a lot of information and knowledge in my uh, ex-company about all the products. So it came an opportunity to lead in uh, sales and operation planning meetings, which is basically, it's a collaboration between all departments to set the. Uh, budget to set the forecast, and 12-month rolling forecasts for the company, so this was a really great opportunity uh, for me to be in contact with, uh, with all departments, to be in contact with top management and to move a bit from, from, from marketing and uh, something bigger. So I was nominated from, from my ex-manager to, to do that. And he really believed in me and he really pushed me to great limits that uh, to be able to communicate, to improve my presentation skills, to, to talk to, uh, to suppliers, to talk to customers, in the market to meet with distributors to talk with top management how to present my uh, my work better and uh, he really pushed me in that and besides that he was really a great manager he would always uh, weekly we would need to we'd have breakfast together with the team he was he never let us feel that he's a manager he, he it felt a like, like he's a friend or a big brother, you know, you would always give us, give us advice and you would always show our work. And this is something that I need to say about our managers. Not all managers do that, uh, that they delegate work to people and they let uh, their, their work show. Some managers, they will get scared to lose their job or something if someone working under them is, is performing well. But these kind of insecurities, I did not see it from uh, from this manager, and he pushed me a lot in my career, and he really helped me. Now, uh, now I am uh, I'm working on sales and operation uh, planning consulting, and part of that would be to, I, I owe I owe it to this uh, to this guy. He he pushed me from ten years ago or something to till now. I'm I'm working in, in consultancy in supply chain and sales operation planning. So I'd like to thank him a lot.
0: Some managers do what you just said. They become threatened by the people that report to them, yes. and they feel dispensable if the people that report to them become too independent and creative and do well. There's a belief that if you make yourself dispensable by helping others, then you become indispensable.
1: I totally agree with you, and this is this is what the kind of this manager he really. He never wanted to like fire anybody. He would, uh, you know, help uh, everyone in the under his supervision. He would help everyone to, to be a better version of themselves, push them uh, to the limit, but without like, you know, fighting or something. But because he believes that everyone has the potential, so he's try- he was always trying to get the maximum potential from the people who's working uh, under him. And like you're saying, Like this, he became, like, our department became the strongest department in the organization. They didn't want him to leave because of that, because he has a strong team and because he believes in the people that that works with him.
0: It's incredible you find people like that. There's a leadership principle that just resonates with what he was doing, and that's encouraging growth with the people around them. And if you help encourage people to grow, they can leave eventually leave their role and contribute to the organization in other ways. And it, it's a shame if you're in a position and you're not growing and developing and you do not get to the point where you're ready to do something else. That's a huge part of, of leadership is being able to do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. He encouraged us a lot. He, he worked with uh, with everyone individually to improve his uh, skills. He even like got uh, trainings from us. From big uh, organizations, big consultants came to work with us during uh, during that time. He really wanted to improve the organization. Wanted to improve the processes. He did. He did a, I think he did a massive change for for each and every one of us. And. You know, till now I'm telling you this was like uh, last thing I worked in like five, six years ago, and still you know it's in my memory. And we worked together, uh, so it keeps it keeps something uh, good inside you. So it's all about being, I think, being kind, being fair to everybody, lead with empathy and compassion. And nobody will uh, will forget you. But if you're like working uh, forcing your uh, yourself or you don't care about the people. Who, uh, or, are, or working uh, uh, with you, or you're just uh, insulting maybe their intelligence and s- insulting them or something. This will not uh, leave something good inside inside your uh, inside the people. And they will not remember you. So what's great about this this guy is I still remember him. I'm sure the other people that he managed them still remembers him. Still talk good about him. He built a brand before even we're talking about, now everybody's talking about the personal brand. I think this, this, this man, he, he built for himself a personal brand by being himself or by being dealing in this way and managing people in this way
0: because of the way he interacted with you and with other reports, is that he changed the conditions, the working conditions in which all of you operated. In a sense, it's changed your behaviors for the better and open opportunities for growth and development with everyone.
1: I totally agree. We were working all like from nine to five, you know, and uh
0: yeah we're, we're doing our
1: work but we're not working with passion we're not working with uh, seeing like uh, why we are working why are we doing that how are we contributing to to the growth of the company so yeah i think you're totally right he changed the way we, we think about uh, about work about life uh, about how to deal with uh, with any kind of uh, problems at work uh, problem solving techniques so yeah he developed us a lot i totally agree with you
0: Part three, accelerate your career growth. There's much that we can do to overcome our circumstances, and the key is personal and professional self-development. Thanks to the evolution of the internet, there are several free available to do professional development. Listening to podcasts like mine and Ahmed's is one way of doing that. In addition to the podcast, Ahmed offers some specific examples of things that you can do. Here
1: he is with his advice. I think uh, the most important thing is don't settle for less. Uh, Everyone is uh, capable of of doing more. Everyone is capable of sharing their knowledge and information and uh, and helping others be kind and and help others believe in yourself, uh, be bold. One one year ago, I was not so active on social media or doing podcasts like I'm talking to you now, or having my own show on on LinkedIn, sharing posts, sharing information, teaching, consulting, Uh, being active on a website or a platform like LinkedIn, for example, it helped me a lot. It raised my confidence. I I was able to go to seminars uh, through it, uh, talk to different leaders, talk to people from, from different countries. So my advice to people, yeah, be active on social media, talk to people don't be scared to share your knowledge overcome your fears these fears are only in your head don't be scared to, to talk. Don't be scared even to go live, meet with industry leaders, influencers. Be social. And, uh, and that's why it's called social media. So, so be social and be bold. Don't just use LinkedIn, for example, to push your CD uh, or just uh, look for a job. No, it's bigger than that. It's all about networking. It's all about building your network, building your personal brand. It's a great opportunity, I think, for, for everyone to have his own uh, personal brand, his own mark on the world. So don't be scared to share your, your knowledge and experience. And everywhere there is someone who really cares about what you share. It doesn't matter what, what are you doing, no matter it's big or small. Someone somewhere in the world is looking exactly for what you have to offer.
0: In my field of performance consulting, I learned early on that the big names and the ones that within your field that people really know They are incredibly open and wanting to talk with people who are new to the profession. And I would say that's true. Probably I'm going to generalize that to other fields as well, that these people are really approachable. And LinkedIn is an opportunity to reach out and just get to know someone who's considered an expert or someone who's a lot more experienced and who's willing to spend some time with you talking with you.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. When I first joined, I had like 1,000 followers or something. I reached like almost 10,000 now for a year or less. And even when I was having not that too much followers, I reached out to people who have million followers. who have. Five hundred thousand followers, and they are really friendly, and they want to help, and they want to explain to you how this, uh, how to, so how to build your network. And I had them, some, some of them, I had them, and I named my program "Think Big and Be Inspired" because I want to help people uh, to understand that. Oh, and all these people had struggles, you know. Some of them, they in uh, in three years, they had before they, they their journey, they had no money, they had nothing. And in two three years they are uh, operating like a six figures uh, business or seven figures business they're working as an entrepreneurs so that was the idea of, of my show is to inspire people to be to be better and to give them hope that everything uh, you can start from wherever you are standing now you can start and you can build something uh, something great and actually this also inspired me so it was inspiring people and inspiring me to see those those people how they are humble and how they they started from nothing and now they have, they have a lot, they gained a lot from networking and they started their own work. They became great entrepreneurs.
0: What advice would you have for someone who has a very small or limited LinkedIn presence? They haven't leveraged the platform to do much networking. What are two or three things that someone like that could immediately begin doing or, or should begin doing as, as activities?
1: Yeah, he should uh, follow the people who have like big influence, the big names, to see what they are doing regularly. He should start like uh, posting regularly about his work, what he's doing. It doesn't matter if he gets one like, two likes, uh, no likes, but with consistency, I'm doing it every day. I've, for the last year, I've been posting like every day. Literally every day, and I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of change. At the beginning, I had like two, three likes. Now I have 200-300 likes, and people commenting about uh, and go comment and engage with uh, with people. Also, this this helps a lot. So, and this uh, helped me like showing what I'm doing and showcasing what I'm doing. I started to be approached by by entrepreneurs, by people uh, who wants to do business with me. And this would never happen if I was not active or using LinkedIn as a as a CV or uh, just applying for jobs, not, not uh, networking with people. I uh, attended seminars also all because of um, uh, my social networking and, and going to the right people, searching for the right, right people, introducing myself, maybe going on, on, on Zoom calls with, with people to, to, to discuss how we can collaborate, meeting, as I told you, with these kind of influencers in, in a show, and a LinkedIn live show. All this helped me. So I advise people. I started from from nothing too. I advise them to be active, post uh, daily, collaborate. Try to collaborate with people. Don't be scared. Even if you get rejected once or twice or three times, something will open uh, will open up for you because uh, people are really want want to collaborate. They they don't mind. They will not like be uh, offensive or something if you approach them. Uh, be nice. Be kind, and you will uh, you will get there uh, definitely.
0: My thanks to El Elhamansi. If you'd like to learn more about Ahmed, go to the show notes. And if you have a question or comment, go to UnleableLeadership.com. Click the message icon, and you can leave a voicemail message up to one minute. I'd like to thank those who contribute to the show. Your contributions helps offset some of the production costs. But mostly, I'd like to thank you listeners for just doing that listening. Until next time, lead on.